So welcome to the Niners podcast. We're kicking off uh, with a Czech band called Large, and uh, that was a track called Vaminka. Uh, I hope we're sort of saying that right. But yeah, what a brilliant sound and what a kind of striking start to the podcast, I guess. Um, Pete, you found this, but I guess if I'd found this, I would have picked it as well. It's like, you know, instrumental. Um, I don't know, just it reminds me of uh, a band called The Fucking Champs. I don't know if you remember those, but oh yeah, like yeah. almost surfy in parts. Love it. So yeah, it was the artwork that got me into it and kind of really um, brought me, in, you know, got me listening to it, and I really got it. Did it's you know, it's beautiful artwork. It's um, and then there's a description on there which says like forest metal fairy tale. I thought this could be good, and and, and actually, I'm, I'm not one. I've said it many times in this podcast before. I'm not one for um, instrumental music. I think there's always I always feel there's kind of it's just missing something. It's not mm. you know, it's not kind of. Uh, you know, it could always be better for it. But actually, I think this, this, you know, even myself, even I thought otherwise with this, it's an exception for it. It just sounds so nice. And that's, I don't mean that in a, you know, we play a lot of death metal and nice could be a <laughs> detrimental thing, but it's yeah. not here. It's, you know, it's beautiful, instrumental, stoner rock. There's, I mean, the intro reminds me of Snowblood, of all bands, yes. for, for a few seconds. And then... In a, in a kind of small way, it reminds me of another British band called Trippy Wicked. Uh, and they, you know, they did kind of some um, uh, instrumental tracks and it was like that. It's just, you know, I suppose maybe there's even elements of, say, Scandinavian psychedelic proto-doom bands in there as well. The whole thing is just, it's just really kind of soothing and, and like a great listen. And I, I just, I, as soon as I listened to it, I knew I had to play it. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. It's it's a really good mix, like you say, of influences and and sort of sound, and it's just it just works really well. Um, so yeah, the album's called. I'm gonna sort of try to say this. It's Vrakimi Zvet Zvetlem. Uh, I think I'm gonna leave it at that. But uh, you can get this at lajemetal.bandcamp.com, and that's L A J E uh, to spell that. So yeah, brilliant stuff. Great start. Um, as ever, it's the Nine of the Podcast. It's nine amazing tracks that we found through submissions or via the Underground every week. Um, next up is the return of Tuscar, who um, have released a new album on Church Road Records uh, called Matriarch. We're going to play the title track. These are these have always been brilliant. I mean, I've I've always enjoyed the music, but this just hit me like a train. It was so good. Um, it sort of takes a while to kick in this track, but once it does, it's just. It, it's got the kind of bomb string sound that the um, first few Torch releases had, and it's the production. It just makes it sort of so massive and chunky, almost like metalcore levels of like um, plumbing the sort of downtuned um, strings here, and I just think it works so well. Um, I think um, yeah, they're, they're sort of well known, but this will kind of you know catapult them into the stratosphere. I think um, were you as impressed as I was, Pete? I was, yeah. You know, they're a band, like you say, we've known for a while. And it was, I saw them once and it, that kind of just made me realise how good they were. I saw them in Sheffield quite a long time ago and they, they were incredible live. And, you know, the albums they've put out since then have really backed up that, you know, this kind of growing reputation they've got. I suspect this album will just take them further. It, you know, in, in the same way, you know, it's on Church Road and I think, um, like other bands who've kind of gone through there, like Conjurer or Rolo Tomasi, or even bands like June and Ohms and, and even Beggar, it kind of, through the production in particular, you know, it, it is something that's worth mentioning. It's, 
you know, you feel like there's a this new wave, new new wave of um, heavy metal in Britain, which you know is very modern and you know can make a charge because it's so good. And this, you know, this is up there with it. It's incredible there were two piece. You know, this, we always yeah, say that with definitely. two pieces, but this, I mean, you wouldn't, no way you'd think this. Um, and that, you know, it's, it's punchy and it's bold. One thing I would say, this song, I kind of, I, I loved above all of them. Um, it's not, you know, it's a really good album, but I'm, I'm glad you picked this one, even though it's the longest and it's, you know, therefore the least friendly to podcast playing, I guess. Um, it, it was a highlight on there. I, you know, completely agree with that. But overall, it's just got this, like it's got a weighty gravitas to it. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's, they just go marching on. Absolutely, yeah. Just just really impressive, and that's such a like, – I can't really do it justice, just such a heavy sound and such a, a great um, aesthetic to the whole thing. Yeah, I just I just thought it was absolutely brilliant. So, um, like I say, we're going to play the title track. The new album's called Matriarch, and you can get this at tuscar.bandcamp.com or via Church Road Records.
so that was the return of Tuscar, a song called Matriarch there. Um, we're going to play a brilliant um, song from a split by Traps and Sander Cohen. We're going to play the uh, opening song from Traps. And yeah, this is just brilliant. It's kind of like grind-informed like noise rock, I guess, is, is my best kind of take on this. But the whole release, um, I think, works as a whole because um, the tracks, as ever with a split that we kind of pick, really sort of complement each other. But I think... This this feels like a conceptual piece. I, I don't know if you got that, Pete, from from listening to the whole thing. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. It, it it's it's a, you know it's a very good pairing. It's on um, you know brilliant label. Um, who have forgotten the name of? Half my brain. <laughs> have you already said that as well? No. Sorry, it's that like yeah. <laughs> God, I'm not on it today. Um, <laughs> it's all right. And it's on a brilliant label as well. Half melted brain. Um, it's. You know, a lot of the other choices I've made this week um, are kind of relatively placid or, you know, at least kind of lethargic. This this has counteracted it all on its own, all, yeah. the, other, all, all the other songs. It's like the, the adrenaline shot kind of I needed to get me up and standing and dancing um, and ready for the world this week. It was, you know, it, I, th- I think of each as members of Bones um, and it, probably others, it kind of feels like one of them bands from, you know, kind of the scene down south somewhere and, I don't actually know too much else about them, but it's just this pure ball of energy. You know, it's hardcore that bristles and jumps and shouts. I'm just looking at the lyrics as well. You know, it's it's quite kind of downbeat, like hope is overrated. Happiness reminds you how sad you are. Um, but then, you know, this just, this this made me feel alive and, and kind of and smiling. So, you know, the, the lyrics are proper counterpoint to that. Definitely. Um, I, you know, it's hard to repel its infectiousness. I think that's the best way to put it. Um, and, you know, despite all that aggro sound to it and the depressive lyrics, um, it, this is just so much fun. Yeah, definitely. It, it feels like an espresso shot, you know, like a double espresso in the morning. Um, the drums are absolutely electric, like really sort of on it. Like um, they just keep rolling with this really infectious snare. So, I think people should sort of watch out for that. So if you want to hear this, um, it looks like it's just a digital release at the moment, but um, you can get it via halfmeltedbrainrecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, like I say, we're going to play the song by Traps, Four Ashfields for 425. <laughs>
that's the band traps there absolutely amazing stuff really sort of uh, a hit to the head i think um we're going to continue the heaviness here with a band called cabinet who uh, have a new record out called claustrophobic dysentery which is fantastic in itself um i think we played these back in uh, august last year um really impressed with the sort of murky sound and i think it's a solo project again so um you've got this kind of just murky um almost black metal noisy kind of sound with um really strange um like chirrups and and sort of beeps and and i, I just love the sound it's, it's just so um, complex and murky um it's out on bloody mountain Records, so i think we've played a few uh, things from recently as well so yeah i just think this is as filthy as the uh, the, the cover art suggests and uh, and as that title suggests really yeah it, it is you know i mean Bloody Mountain, I suspect, I've never quite nailed down whether this is right or not, but I suspect the kind of the roster of bands are made up of the same people, or maybe it could even be the same person, you know, like Superion, kind of the, the standout band, and then these other bands that followed, it, it seemed to suggest that there's kind of crossover in membership. I just sort of, where Superion did kind of that astral, strange black metal, This is, you know, this is real kind of filthy, weird death metal but it's always interesting it's always incredibly strange and you know extreme but it's always worth a listen definitely and, and cabinet you know it, it, this is a quick turnaround for cabinet but that's great news because you know I, I really enjoyed this song and the last album still listen to nowadays so you know the whole thing is utterly compelling I, I mean even kind of the terminology i kind of got i actually um started you know it feels like when you were um when people list the carcass in the in the nineties and and suddenly became experts in medical terminology, you know, it's looking yeah. at, you know, the, <laughs> you get clever listening to metal sometimes. There's, there's a word on the Bandcamp. It was um, septophobia, which I've learned is the fear of decaying matter. Which Brilliant. you know, <laughs> this, this, these are the uh, fringe benefits of being into metal, I guess. Um, yeah. This just you know, it continues where they left off. That gargling barrage of vocals and like you say it's not just the it's not just that death metal sound it's the it's a strange choice of noises and the kind of the way the instruments like clatter and and kind of come in unexpectedly yeah there's and then, layers and layers isn't there yeah and then yeah. right at the end the whole thing just kind of has this it's just the whole like the sky's clear and it's just birds it's literally bird song at the end and it's just that that just makes you feel completely lost but in a really good way. Yeah, absolutely. Just really like an artistic vision come to life, I think, this one. Mm. Um, what I love about this is um, they've got a cassette coming out of it, and it's a very limited cassette of decay shrink wrapped to suffocate, apparently. So, yeah, take from that what you will. Um, so, yeah, the um, album's called Claustrophobic Dysentery, and you can get it at bloodymountainrecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're going to play the only song that they've released so far. Um, it's out uh, sort of like towards the end of March. Uh, this is Lilliputian Flicker of Fascio Lassis.
So that was the sounds of Cabinet, absolute brilliant stuff on uh, Bloody Mountain Records. Uh, next up, we've got a band from Slovenia. Um, I don't know if we play much stuff from Slovenia, but um, yeah, brilliant to sort of hear there's a scene there as well. Um, band called Jolted um, have released an album called uh, Hope Will Kill Us All, maybe an EP. And this is absolutely brilliant. came out a few days ago. And uh, yeah, I just really thought this was something special, like very sort of um, almost post-hardcore in, in parts piece. So I was quite surprised to hear this from you, really. But um, what kind of drew you to it? I think, well, it, 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 they describe themselves as noise sludge hardcore from Slovenia. And I, that's pretty much all kind of we had to go on early on. And I, I pres- presumably it came into my um, vision from the, from the sludge link in there. Um, you know, and therefore, you know, we've got, you know, it's mandatory we have, we play at least one yeah. sludge track now. <laughs> um, but it, it, you're right, it, it, it's, it, it, you'd say it's more kind of leaning towards the, maybe the coin noise rock and the hardcore than the sludge, but maybe it's that noise rock mentality with, you know, like a, a node or two heavier. And that's kind of, that's where it brings it in. You know, it's like, like all these kind of recent choices, we, we found these amazing bands recently, bands we've never heard of, you know, putting out, debut releases you know whether that's kind of sludge or whatever it is uh, all of them are kind of bring their own slant to it and that's what jolted do here um it has a weird atmosphere to it i really like it's like this warped spaciness that you kind of wouldn't expect with it but it alters the expectations it makes it hard to define i just i, I, I really enjoyed it. i really enjoyed the whole release and and again it's amazing how we can find these bands you know week in week out that kind of create their own niche in what would you know on a superficial level you know in genres which are very constricting but they've just been you know it's been pushed outwards and outwards all the time and jolted have done that you know as well so another great find yeah and this is their debut as well which just makes it even more impressive to be honest so yeah i thought this is absolutely brilliant um i thought the um the song later on uh, in the ep transmission Duga. um absolutely inspired use of kind of experimental um you know found sounds and like synth work and stuff really strange uh, end to that one um but yeah really like they pack so much into what 20 minutes something like that this this ep is um so yeah i think we're, we're going to play the opening song shame but i think everyone should kind of uh, like investigate the whole thing and uh, i think it's pay what you were uh, pay what you like as well so um it is yeah, yeah. Very good. Um, so, yeah, if you want to hear this, you can go to jolted.bandcamp.com. The album's called Hope Will Kill Us All. I'm going to play the opening song. This is Shame.
Excellent. So that was a band from Slovenia called Jolted. Uh, we're going back to um, a band from the UK this time uh, called Row of Ashes. Now, um, sort of know these guys from a podcast called uh, Punishing Brutality. Uh, I think they're uh, sort of former Leeds residents, and I think they're around the time of kind of Human Fly and Red Stars Parade and kind of the, the scene we knew. And um, I think one of them used to be in Kanaya. So um, we've reviewed them before years ago and uh, kind of maybe sort of kind of hardcore uh, sort of leaning stuff but i'd say this is a lot more post-metal leaning and, and sludgy i know you'd not heard of this band uh, before i sent you a p and i think we're both really impressed with this it's it's just incredibly dense and and almost i, I don't want to say catchy but um it's got certainly something that hooks you in hasn't it it is yeah it, at first when you sent it i thought i, I was thinking of another band i think it was uh, like a atmospheric black metal band and it, so I was kind of completely taken aback when I played it. I realised I got the wrong, you know, misidentity, and just completely blown away straight away. Um, you know, kind of just blew out of my earphones and knocked me back. Mm. It's, it, I was into it fully into it immediately. You know, I think it's from the world of of Hexis and Celeste and Coil Guns. You know, that typically yeah. black and hardcore sound that sounds absolutely vital. You know, it's like utterly life or death energy expended by the band you know and, you, and you, you feel it you sense it transmits across you know it's a sound that is done so well on mainland europe but i'm not sure kind of necessarily heard anything at this level you know as good as this from within the uk before which is really exciting i mean it's the only i think this is the only song so far um and if so i, I can't wait to hear the whole album now yeah, I think um, they sent me another single, uh, but I think uh, right. we're going to play this one because people can listen to it straight away. But um, yeah, uh, they've got a, an album coming out called Bleaching Heat, which is this is off. So um, yeah, I can't wait to hear the whole thing, to be honest. Um, yeah, this, this song just kind of blew my head off, really. And, um, you know, I think I would have played it uh, having not known these guys as well. It was it was absolutely brilliant. So um, if you want to hear this, you can go to rowofashes.bandcamp.com. Look out for that new album, Bleaching Heat. Uh, we're going to play the only song that they've released on there so far. This is Worcester Man. <laughs>
That was uh, Row of Ashes from London. Um, we're going to a label called Forbidden Place Records next uh, for a band called Charlie No Face, who've released an album called 11,000 Volts. Now this, I had no idea what to expect. I mean, the cover looks like it's going to be some sort of, I don't know, crusty punk uh, sort of effort or, or maybe even like um, pop punk or something like that. No, nothing of the sort. Like the um, the album, I mean, they describe it as surrealist doom lords. Um and I think that's pretty bang on, but there's so much going on here, isn't there, Pete? I mean, you know, there's a, a sort of um, karma to burn sound going on, and then there's female vocals that dip in and out and create this almost like a circus um, kind of sound to it. I, I loved it. Yeah, it goes from, you know, it goes from the psych- psychedelic. I mean, it's all within kind of, you know, stone or doom world, but it, mm. it, it goes right across, you know, and in and out and psychedelic and... Um, I, I, I immediately take, you know, I've said that whole podcast, everything this week has just jumped out at me and kind of demanded, you know, picking. Um, and this, this probably more than any, you know, Forbidden Place records do so much good stuff. They, they, they find so many gems that they're one of those labels. You just, you know, you have to listen to everything they put out because you're going to enjoy, you know, the vast majority of it. And you're going to find new bands you've never heard of before. It's, it sounds gorgeous. It's, you know, Within seconds, you kind of just completely transfixed with it. It reminds me, you know, the vocals remind me of the brilliant Elephant Tree, you know, from the UK. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, it's got the chilled sounds to it. You know, so it's got obvious Sabbath-esque, you know, stoner and doom and psych and even prog elements to it, I think, which, you know, is in, in the mentality as much as anything. And then it's brought together in, it's, you know, hazily lethargic, vaguely psychedelic way which is you know it's done it, it just seems to be compiled in a really perfect way i think there's nods to elder in here too you know and that's that's high yeah. praise um and I, I, maybe i'm just hearing this but i, I swear they slip into they slip in the kind of into the void rift towards the end you know bringing yeah. the background to that <laughs> Sabbath whether I, I don't know whether it's just similar or whether it's intentional but but either way i just, I just you know it's, it's a kind of brilliant brilliantly kind of brought together song and the whole album as well is it's it's a stunning release yeah i think it's um it's so varied and so interesting that you can't help but you know listen again and, and that's always a good sign uh, apparently they've got an album called the green man uh, that came out last year as well so i'll be uh, dipping into that one because uh yeah it sounds really interesting i think um the female vocals are a new addition for this album so um yeah, full full marks for that. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, we're going to play the song Mosaic Sky, uh, and you can get this at forbiddenplacerecords.bandcamp.com. This is Charlie No Face. <laughs>
so that was Charlie No Face, absolutely brilliant stuff there. Um, picked up this next uh, recommendation from Twitter of all places. Can't remember who uh, sort of recommended them, but um, yeah, this this album blew my head off. I kind of put it in my sort of um, sort of wish list uh, straight away, and then listened back to it a few times, and um, absolutely brilliant. So um, a band called Candina, um, who are from America, which surprised me this sounds very european it sounds very sort of um uh kind of got the screamo elements that we that we love on this podcast to be honest but it combined with this tight black metal sound that just makes it sound ferocious and and really sort of emotional um at the same time i think it's very difficult to sort of get uh, you know jimmy emotion into um, black metal sometimes it, it can be quite a cold um you know that the, the vocals can almost be like a, an, another instrument but here they, they sort of pop out a bit, I think. Um, I think you enjoyed this one as well, didn't you, Pete? I did, yeah. When you sent, you know, you sent it across, it's, it, it was a, it's one of those albums where I, I you know, find time to sit there and listen to the, the tracks you've chosen. And I played this and then kind of shelved the rest because I thought I've got to listen to the whole album. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's intrigued me and I kind of really enjoyed it that much. Uh, you know, and I did, and it, it had kind of, find time later on for, for the rest of it. I, before it did anything, I'd not heard of this. You know, this was a complete new one to me. Um, the You'd sent it across and then I looked at some of the comments. I mean, it, it feels a bit weird to kind of read out some of the comments on here, you know, like on a podcast where we're meant to give our opinions, but I suppose, we're, you know, we're here to share the music and we, I don't think we think too much of ourselves as oracles or anything. And and But also, like, the, the comments are too good not to mention. There's one which said, one which jumped out, which says, Screamo with DSBM vocals. And I thought, Jesus, what the, what's this going to be? And then one which kind of almost takes that further, which, if Nocturnal Cultural joined Funeral Diner. That's perfect. Um, I've just seen that uh, one. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, yeah. I mean, that even if you think that's going to sound horrible, it's going to make you want to listen to it. Um, to me, that was it, it, that's appetizing and, and like completely exciting thing to listen to, and it lives up to it all. It, it it doesn't feel contrived; it feels natural. It's 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 merged perfectly. Um, yeah. And you know, I was I was in love with it before the end of the song, like say, which kind of and the whole album is is similarly. You know, it is it's, it just maintains the quality all the way through. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> Like, like you say, they've mashed two genres together here, but in such an inspired way that it just works really well. Um, looks like they um, have done a few um, sort of like shorter releases. So there's one called Plague Spreader uh, from last year and one called Spirit Demise from last year. So I'm going to have to, again, this is uh, an exercise in like having to look back. Um, like that's always good. Um, but yeah, this, uh, this album of Apparitions um, kind of blew me away, really. They've got a, a tape um, coming via Grindstone Records, who we've played a few uh, sort of uh, bands from recently. Um, and I think they fit in perfectly with that label. You know, that kind of doing new things with black metal is not easy. And to do it really well and this well is really impressive. So, yeah, if you want to get this, um, you can hear it at candina.bandcamp.com. And we're going to play a song called This Body in Flames.
lawgiver tells us that never, never will the human have the mind faculty for being able to distinguish between evil and good. So from the inventiveness of uh, Candina, uh, we're going straight over to Italy for a band called Wurthrad, um, who have absolutely taken um, a concept that's uh, been done recently, I think. I think Noctul, um, the side project from Svalbard's um, Serena Cherry, has uh, kind of covered Skyrim, the, the video game, and uh, used the Elder Scrolls saga as, as like inspiration. But this is another one in a completely different um, genre, completely different style. Um, this is like incredibly epic, sludgy doom stuff, isn't it? And uh, yeah, certainly hits the spot. And I think, you know, the, the nods to the um, to the sort of concept are there in the song titles, but I think uh, it creates this kind of sense of adventure and, and sort of dread throughout the release. So I really like this one, Pete. So uh, where did you find it? Is, is it one of those that you kind of, you saw that cover that looks a little bit like a D&D cover. <laughs> it does, yeah. Uh, and got intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, exactly, yeah. It, it's There's something about, you know, the Skyrim element. I, 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 I only played Skyrim once, and I only put a few hours in. And I think it was one of my first kind of open-world RPGs I properly played, and therefore didn't quite understand the concept. And there was one bit where I went off track a bit, I think I can't remember what exactly it was, but bumped into this kind of fire-covered swamp monster beast thing, and it just absolutely battered me. And I thought, you know, I thought, oh God, I'm way out of my depth. But didn't realise you could just go. Off. I'm going off talking about the game here, but um, you know, I've, I've since played a lot more of those games, you know, like Fallout and Fable and Zelda and things. And I probably need to go back because Skyrim seems really up my street, and you know, you can see it in, in these two releases, like you say, not to land this. Um, musically this is I, did, I, I thought it was really dramatic sounding you know yeah like the game really yeah yeah and it's got a really strange pacing to it it's it's slow but in a way that feels like pinned back some by some unseen restraints and it's it, it kind of conjures this overarching supernatural feel 
and it's and, and again you know that's that's perfectly apt for for its theme and you know you it, you can see this as like a fitting soundtrack you know it, it conjures images that you could imagine in the lore of the games yeah i think um the game itself is is like a really long drawn out affair isn't it i mean all mm. the elder scrolls games um morrowind oblivion they're all kind of you know you're on a very they're all very sad um like ruined worlds like people are at war and there's you know all this kind of upheaval and i think this kind of nails that kind of feeling very well i really enjoyed this so yeah really really interesting concept and they've done it in, in a completely different way as to like how other people might have done it i think there might be bands out there who've done say black metal or sort of death metal stuff but nothing in this kind of slab of doom kind of uh, manner so really interesting stuff um, so if you want to hear uh, the whole thing, it's, it's quite an epic uh, sort of little release, actually. Uh, you can go to woothradband.bandcamp.com uh, and the album's called Prophecies of the Elder Scrolls. We're going to play the closing track off this. This is Masks of the Power. <laughs> 